There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, doing everyone? We're back for our weekly three-game impact video. We've got rid of all the first 17 rounds there. We're up to 18 and beyond. And very clearly, we can see how many buys everyone has. It uh, looks a little bit different to last week. Don't have the Excel set up on the computer yet. So we're in the numbers tab, which is a little bit different. Doesn't look as pretty, but uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to do, isn't it? So we're out here with the Dragons. One buy there. We've got Eagles, Panthers, Roosters all having one buy left at the top. And Eagles, Panthers, Roosters all have theirs in 19. And then really any non-Origin guys from there, you want to be grabbing them in your side. So there's a few keepers from all of them. Obviously, Cleary's going to be one of them for the Panthers, Isaiah Yo as the, the Origin guys. So they're definitely someone to look at. They have a four-day turnaround, so a Sunday game after that uh, third Origin. So guys like Isaiah Yo, I'd imagine given they had their rest in that, in that one just played, I'd imagine they do play this one against the Dolphins. But it also will depend on how the Dolphins are set up, because there's every chance that you know, they could rest them if they want, um, you know, given that uh, Dolphins are struggling a little bit at the moment. So something to look at with the Panthers. The Eagles there, they have, as I said, their buy in round 19. Cowboys is a three-day turnaround for them. So really, DCE and, and uh, you know, those types of players there, really it's only DCE now, isn't it? Um, yeah, very, very likely to back up, considering they need him to, to really make that eight as well. So... Other than that, you know, Ruben Garrick, I think, is going to be a, a really terrific purchase in round 20 in the wing fullback position. So have a look at your wing fullbacks. Check out, you know, all of them at the moment. How many of them are keepers in your side? Maybe we have a look at guys like Doreen Buller. I have Teddy, you know, Ponga, these kind of guys that can be very up and down as well. But obviously, you know, you see someone like Reese Walsh, he's definitely a keeper and he can still score a seven out there as well. So no one in the wing fullback position is safe, uh, except for Doreen Buller. has his lowest score of like 34 or something. He did a couple of them this year so far. So that's those two teams and a couple of you know players that we want to look at. I personally wouldn't be looking at bringing in anyone that has a buy in round 19 unless you were completely full and you had 12 to 13 players already for round 19 in two rounds there. There's a few guys that you might want to look at. Obviously, we just got some news around Jordan Ricky being out for sort of a couple of months there and someone like Brendan Piakura could be a guy to look at. People have asked me about Sam Smith as well, you know, given they have their buy in round 19 as well. And look, if we don't get much further news on Sam Walker at the moment, 
then I think Sanders Smith really deserves his spot. I think he'd be able to score pretty well. Somewhere around that 40 to 45 average is where we think he would sit. But we also saw what Jack Hogg was able to do. Um, but he does not have someone like Luke Keery next to him who's going to take some of those kick meters, some of the touches like that as well. But Sander really came into his own the other day. And he's definitely someone, if you don't need someone in uh, a player in round 19, you could grab him now. But just remember that is another couple of weeks, two to three weeks rest. The Sammy Walker's going to get and rehab the Sammy Walker's going to get before he could potentially return. So, yeah, it just really depends how Sandon goes this week. If he, if he does great, then there's a good chance he keeps his spot as well. The Roosters are missing a lot of forwards this week, and that would be really nice if uh, Nat Butcher was back. So, for those guys that owned him or that held on to him, fingers crossed that he does return for you. But really, the Roosters side, you, you're going to wait this week against the Eagles. You imagine a pretty close game there, guys like Manu, guys like Tedesco. If you are holding them, I think it's worth sticking strong. We're also waiting on Jake Turpin for his, uh, you know, TLT naming as well. It sounds like he's cleared of any, you know, really bad rib issues. It's likely that he, you know, if he does play this week, he will be getting a needle to get through that. So, you know, does he miss a couple more tackles? Does he get into the defensive line as much? I still think he's going to be really important to play this week. So he may not be the sell that we're all looking at, but yeah, we'll work it out as we go along. You then move on to the Raiders have that one more buy as well, which is cool. So they're around around 20 as well. Uh, so it's Dragons, Raiders, and Rabbitohs. So that's within that three week of, of games in pack now, guys. So majority, well, every team here has, apart from the Titans, and the ones that just finished theirs in the Sharkies and the Tigers there, they have no more buys remaining, which is really, really cool. So looking at those three teams is going to be pretty important, but how many of those guys are really relevant? You're looking at the Sharks, and it might be guys like Britain Nakora. You'd imagine against the Dragons this week, and potentially Tigers in round 19, that the Sharkies can do really well, especially if um, if Nico is still playing in, in round 19, that they can have a pretty good couple of weeks run there. And you could look at Ramian, you could look at Talakai in the centers, obviously Malatalo, these types of players there, as uh, you know, potentially getting a bit of a run, but how much of a long-term play is that going to be, or are they just going to be pretty short-term on that front there? Titans, you know, Phil Sami is someone like, you know, especially because we're going to be waiting on Lamb. Is he going to be on the bench again? Is he going to be named to start? A few question marks there. Do you look at guys like Phil Sami? I've had a little look at the center uh, position, especially. It's it's mixture between, you know, Brian Kelly and Sami from his team. You got Talakai as a potential option. And then you go, really, you're going up towards Jack Bird as a, you know, night round 19 player. If you are, you know, having to trade out Lem, for example. But that, yeah, just some of the things we're looking at before we do get team lists this afternoon. All stuff, yeah, it's all you should be doing, guys, before team list is just kind of mapping out your team. It's a good time to kind of work out what, you know, what type of plays you need in round 19, what type of plays you need for round 20 to make sure you field a full 17 uh, in round 20 as well. Because, you know, obviously if you have Jack DeBellin, if you have Jack Bird, if you have a Corey Hawes brother, these types of players there, they will miss in round 20, you know, and that's going to be a tough week, tough week to kind of fill for sure with three guys on three teams on the bye just like round 17, and then also you know, players trying to back up from origin there. Another interesting news is that like, uh, Tom Flegler is actually sounds like he's in a moon boot. He could be out for a few weeks, which would mean that he would be out for origin. And I suppose with, their, with the Queensland boys already winning origin so far, whitewash too. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Neil, that uh, Corey Horsbridge is playing so well, and he was 19th man. As every chance he is the forward that comes into that side, so just have that little you know in the back of your head as well. That uh, if Flagler is no good, he won't make Origin, but he won't be able to. And Horsbridge will be the like for like replacement there. So do have a little bit of contingency in place if that is the case. Yeah, Titans really. AJ Brimson, you could look at, but I just, yeah, he's up and down scoring. Just isn't for me, but you know, he's still there, obviously. Dave from Feeder is one we want to look at for round 20 or round 21 for sure. Just remember, guys, if you are picking up these guns in round 20, the earlier you get them in, the more value you get out of them. So if you grab them in round 20, you've got eight rounds remaining for them to score really well. If you do happen to wait an extra week or extra two weeks or something like that in round 22, round 23, that's less weeks of getting that really, really good score. So we will get, as we get closer to sort of round 22, 23, we will talk about the value of a trade in terms of the points that you're going to net out of that. So if you are waiting for, you know, when the, let's talk about the Cowboys, when they have a buy in round 24 and you're like, oh, I'll wait until round 24 and you say drinky struggles a little bit at some point. Um, and then you're looking to trade him out in that round, then you know, whoever you trade in at that point, you're only going to get four weeks out of them. And is it worth making that trade then? Or is it worth making you know, that big move in, in around 21 and, and using that early trade? And that's a, what I'm trying to get at here really is that a lot of us will run out of trades probably around that 24, round 24 to round 26, I'd say, depending on how many you've saved. And you know, in that last two weeks, for example, the the way... The scoring obviously works is that you won't have the you won't be able to get really net as many extra points there as what you would be able to get in round twenty two. If you made that extra trade, you're like, well, I will leave myself a little bit short. But if you, if that player that you trade in happens to get you know six rounds there at that fifty five po- uh, points there, compared to if you did hold the hold the forty five or fifty guy, it adds up a little bit more over over the extra weeks rather than waiting. Oh, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. And then I'll make that trade there at the end and, you know, with three rounds to go and, and that extra points there where you could have done that a little bit earlier. It's obviously, you know, it's a risk reward type of thing. But, you know, if you've got a, a high scoring guy, for sure, yeah, that's the other the other one there. If you lose a guy in round 23 who's a really high scorer, he misses two weeks and, you know, your replacement player is like a 30-point guy, 35-point guy, and you could straight swap that guy that's out for two weeks with that with that trade even if you are you know, limited on your trades there and he can come in and score 60, then that's a massive uh, increase in points over that. So that's something we'll, we'll go into further detail in that late, in those later rounds. It just popped into my head there and you know, hence why I wasn't able to explain it perfectly for you. But if you have any questions on that, do uh, hit, hit me with a DM or, or jump in the, uh, the comments there for sure. Uh, but those are the, the, you know, the, the first bunch of teams. And obviously, uh, Rabbitohs do have their buy in round 20, but there's someone you have to look at in round 26, given they have their second one as well. So that's, uh, that's what, sorry, their second, their third one and, and final one in round 26 there for, for the bunny. So be aware of that. If you are looking to bring in these types of players that 
you know, a few of them still have two buys remaining. Eels in round 18 and round 27. Cowboys in round 19 and round 24. You've got Broncos with two left, uh, obviously round 25 and 19 there as well. All the others here, Storm and Knights are the other guys that have their buy in round 19, and that is it for them. Everyone following that, Dolphins, Warriors, Dogs have a buy later in the season. So Dolphins in, in 21, Warriors in 22, Bulldogs in 23. So just keeping an eye on that and making sure that you are preparing for that. And obviously with the extra eight trades that we're going to get after round 20, uh, sorry, after round 19, coming into round 20, uh, just being aware of, you know, and having a bit of a plan on, you know, what your your team setup is going to be like. Obviously now the, the focus is going to be coming into round 19, just making sure you have close to that 13 on the park, 12 or 13 if you're playing overall. If you're playing head-to-head and you still have a head-to-head matchup in round 19, somewhere around that 10 or 11 would be cool. You don't you, you want to be able to still score pretty well in that week, but you don't want to pull your team apart because we know obviously your your finals are likely going to be between round 23 and round 26. Some other finals have theirs between round 21 to round 25. So yeah, depending, it's the the standard league is 23 to 26 with the four round final series, but uh, some leagues will have changed that. Just like the the default is not to play in the major buy rounds, but some leagues will change that to suit their uh, their preferences for sure. So just make sure you check the settings of your league for a head to head squad, and just make sure that you aren't trading out clear cut keepers, even though they do have a a buy here in round 19 or a a buy in round 20. You do need to look further than that because you know these teams up the top here, they don't have a buy uh, for the rest of the season. Once you get past 19 or 20, all of these teams, all the way down to the Knights there, they are done by round 19 or round 20 with their buys and have a clean sheet there. And you're not going to have to worry about trading any of them out unless they get injured or suspended. Where, Whereas a bunch of these other teams like... You know, obviously the Broncos in round 25 in a semi-final for you. Cowboys in round 24. You have the Dogs in round 23. You might have to think about you know having enough players to cover them or having enough trades to be able to trade those guys out. So that's the the big talking point and the big thought there uh, around the you know general buy planner. And and we'll just jump into my team and have a quick geezer as well. Um, yeah, and just you just need to look at your squad guys and and have a bit of a clearer idea of where you're at for trades and, and, and guys you're looking at. So some of the squads that I was just talking about uh, with, you know, the bunnies, they have two two buys remaining and, you know, I've got Taff and, and Cook now on the squad and likely I'm going to be removing at least one of them from the team from there. So that's not something I'm going to have to worry about them having a later buy. We obviously have the dogs and I have uh, no dogs players at the moment now that I've traded Oluwapu out. Cowboys guys, something to look at. I do only have, I have Drinkwater and Robson, but is Robson going to make it all the way or is he going to be traded in round 19? That's all the things you need to look at is, is you know, those those teams have buys throughout that later period as well, that 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, when as an overall player, you're still wanting to be able to score really well. And if you've loaded up on players that no longer have a, a buy until later in the year, then that's something you need to think about. It's also going to be really cool if there are keepers in the Tigers and stuff like that, like IPAP, like Bateman, to be able to get them in your side, if it suits your around nineteen, around twenty plans to, um, you know, be able to dominate for the rest of the year because they know you no longer have to worry about them other than again injury or suspension. Hope that one really helps you guys. Hopefully, Teamless Tuesday is uh, going to look after you. I hope it uh, looks after my squad. I will be getting with a Trent Liero at a minimum, and then depending how Jake Turpin comes out of it, how Lemuelu comes out of it, what we do with someone like Robson, maybe we go on him early. Um, just to facilitate the trades I need. We'll work that out as we come. But uh, yeah, that's where we're at, guys. And hope you enjoyed it. See you in the next one.